All right, so it's nice to hear that music. Oh, oh production value. <laughs> yeah, it gets me. You know, I, I'm sure people have noticed by now, but the chairs squeak a little. But Ours, when I, yeah. When I hear the uh, like the fat beats, I want us to start like. Going along with it, yeah, squeaking you know. along with it, ding, yeah. ding, ding. Yeah. yeah, maybe we can do that. Maybe our next song will will be just a chair squeaking. You think you think Dylan would uh, consider like maybe we could take recordings of the chairs and he could mix something? Mix with it them? into one of his songs, maybe. Maybe he'll do that as I'll, like a. I'll talk to him about a special. It. That'd be awesome. Yeah, a little little side project. <laughs> uh, so it's been a couple of weeks now, and uh, we actually uh, a couple weeks ago just finished uh, doing my Miz. Um, huge success. And, you know, I've been waiting because I want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, that show was so well received by so many people. It was like, it was just an amazing show. Anybody who didn't get a chance to see it, uh, you're going to kick yourself in the ass because it was probably one of the best shows uh, I've ever seen uh, done in the stadium theater. Uh, we've had uh, a reviewer come out, uh, Channing Gray, um, gave us a great review uh, in the Providence Journal. Uh, just had nothing but good things to say about the show. It was just, and he's got uh, a, he's got a bit of a rep for being a hard ass. Too, he does, right? he so. does. Uh, it's funny too because uh, my wife was telling me the other day that he just went to see Kinky Boots uh, and gave that a rave review as well uh, at PPAC. And um, so we are up there in the ranks of you know a lot of the stuff that a lot of the professional theater that uh, he reviews. Um, but yeah, no, the show is just phenomenal and. Uh, We've probably talked about this a little bit before when we when we did that show uh, a couple years ago. I think it was 2013 we did that show. Um, it was such a success then. They were like, hey, can we do that show again? And I said, yeah, but I only want to do it if it's the same cast. Uh, I, wanted, I didn't want to have to recast anything. I just wanted to bring everybody back. And, um, and we were able to do that, which was nice. But like 90% of the cast came back. I'd say like maybe 10% didn't come. Um, you know, commitment issues, people move away, school, work, whatever. Um, so when we did, um, we didn't have an audition for these parts. We just called people that we knew first. We wanted to kind of poach the organization, with the poach encore and get the best of the best and bring them in and be like, hey, listen, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's get all the best voices and, and bring them in. And we did that, and I think it totally worked out in our favor. Because uh, people who didn't get a chance to be in it before, uh, for other commitment reasons, we're able to get involved and do it, um, and it just made the the sound quality and, and production value so yep. so amazing. It was such a good show. And the reason I'm bringing that up is uh, we have one of those actors with us today hey. in the studio. I find it funny I'm calling my kitchen studio, but we <laughs> <laughs> transform it into exactly. A um, we have with us today a gentleman who was in that production of uh, Les Mis. Um, Matt Lapata. Am I saying that right? Yeah, that's Lepata. right. Lepata, yeah. Every time I'm like, Lapata, I'm the battle. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty, pretty straightforward. Matt Lapata is joining us today um, to talk about uh, a little bit of what he does in the in the world of community theater uh, and on, I should say. Um, so, how are you doing today? Uh, pretty good. Feeling good. 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 Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So let's get right into it. Um, we just finished Les Mis. Right. How, how do you how, how do you how do you how are you feeling? Uh, was it now three weeks? Has it been three weeks? Yeah, it's been about well, three weeks. Are you still on a high from it? Are you already like your mind's on other things? I yeah, so <laughs> it's a little bit of both. Um, I still feel really really good from it. It's probably the, it's like the last huge musical that I'll do for a while because I'm going to law school right uh, in August. So now I'm in that kind of half of the summer where I'm not doing like this. Right, right, right. Getting ready. So. Get school brain. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I can, so live is over. I can finally like look forward to that. Right, right, right. And who did you play in um, our production of Les Mis? Grand Terre, the uh, drunk ABC right. boy. You know, I got to tell you, there were a lot of I don't know from being in the back all the time. You know, all these people are on stage. My eye was always drawn to what you were doing because nice. I because it, it's it's nice when there's an actor on stage who's always on. You know, they're not. It's not my line, so I'm just going to wait to say something or do something. Always on. So he's he's on the corner of the set, and I'm, and I'm watching whoever's singing. And then I glance over, and there you are with your, your drunken stupor. You're, you're like talking to Brian, who's uh, playing uh, Angeros. And I can see him. He's trying to get your flask away from you. I tell you to stop drinking so much. And you're yeah, like, no, it's I was okay. like constantly <laughs> trying to get Angerot drunk. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It, it, to, it, to glance over and see him doing that, it just it just added so much to that scene because I'm that guy who goes to the show yeah. and I'm not focused on the main action. I like to see what everybody else is doing. 
you know how sometimes you see a show and like you, you pick up on one thing and you like hold on to that. Mm-hmm. So the first time that it, we did Les Mis, I still remember is Grand Terre then. You would say Don Juan. Don Juan. Yeah. 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 Thank you for saying Don Juan. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank I think, you. I think it was I just a choice in him trying yeah, to be yeah. funny no, in that moment. No, but it, every time I hear it, that's like what stuck with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's not seen a guy in like the original or whatever, the 10th anniversary cast does it. Don oh, Juan. really? They so say that, that also is yeah, super annoying, yeah. but he probably just copied it. No, that was that was great though, yeah. and uh, it was nice Monopoly, because uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> having uh, having Matt join the cast, uh, you know, it was nice because I could do more with him. Like when we we made small changes to the um, what's the little guy's name? Gavroche. Uh, Gavroche, yeah. Gavroche yeah. gets killed. You know, before we just kind of had him behind the barricade. He would get killed and disappear, and we wouldn't see him. Yeah. So I was like, oh, now I've got Matt to play with. So I was like, let's bring him over. You know, Brian carries him over the barricade, hands him off to Matt. Matt takes him down to the bottom. He's like crying on him. Then he like jumps up to kind of avenge him with the gun, gets killed, tries to reform in his dying moments. Yeah. Awesome. That, it was just, it was I always watched that because yeah. I knew it was coming. <laughs> that yeah. That totally made up. Yeah, that like was completely that was really fun. That whole scene is one of the few that like really stepped up this time with the. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Definitely. definitely. Different feel, different. It was nice. Yeah, it was. It was, it was. So it was good experience on that? Yes. Because really, really like you weren't in it the first time. Right. Uh, and yeah, you had been away for a while because you guys moved to Texas. Right. Um, and then you weren't doing anything out there. Right? No, nothing. How long were you guys in Texas? <laughs> year and a half. You were there for a year and a half. Yeah, so year and a half, no theater. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you, what, what was the last show you did before you guys left? Uh, the last five years, actually. Oh, you did the last five years? Yeah, with um, Eli Bigelow's company, actually. Oh, Or like his mom's company. Oh, okay. And yeah, where Friends was of that? Dur- Friends of Durfee Theater. Where is it? It's called the Friends of Durfee Theater. I think they do different venues. Oh, okay. So they, they move yeah, around but that's the Okay. So you, that was the last show you were able to do yeah, yeah, yeah. before you moved to Texas. Yeah. And that was a two-person with Katie Miller. Who you also oh, okay. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She's done a lot of shows with us. Um, so you, you do that show, then you guys move to Texas, right. and then you're coming back. And you're coming back because you're getting ready to go to law school, yeah. like you said. Right. So um, you're here, and then you're like, ah, why not? I'm just going to get involved in a show. Or? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, we were... Um, we knew we were coming back, and then we also knew that they were doing JCS. Right. Um, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And so, and so Meg sort of floated the idea, like, well, if you're going to be in town, right, well right, right, right. Send, send us something. So you did a video audition for that, right? Uh, well, yeah, like an audio recording. Right, 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 uh, right. Doing um, The White Room by Cream, I think. Oh, okay. Like a rock song. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And obviously, with that audition, you got to It was to be, fine, yeah. Yeah. And, well, they had a follow-up, too, where I had to, like, go sit in a car. Um, and they're like, yeah, no, that song's fine, but can you sing all the really high stuff? <laughs> can you, <laughs> do you scream? Right, right, right. And, and out of that, you got the role of? Jesus Christ. Jesus, yeah. Christ. Jesus and, and Jesus Christ Superstar. That's yeah. right. That was a great show. I'm going to tell you. It was an awesome show. I was never a fan of that show. Yeah. Well, didn't care for the material. Didn't care for the music. Yeah. Um, I tech directed the show. And uh, I was just like, eh, whatever. It's not good. I'm just, I'm just going to do my job. I'm gonna come it's fine. It's Easter. We'll get through it. I'm going to tell you, yeah. that freaking show was amazing. And you were amazing as Jesus. Thanks. To hear you sing some of those songs, um, awesome. Awesome. I, I can't even begin to describe. I am now, not only am I a fan of the music, a fan of the show, uh, the show was just, it was, yeah. it was so well, It was good. so cool because I like, so grew good. up listening to musical theater, obviously, but grew up listening to ACDC and right, something right, that. right. Like, that's the music my mom likes. Yeah. So I've liked that stuff for a long time. Like that's, they combined sure. for the first time in, in JCS. I got to rock out a little bit. Nice. Awesome. What's the, uh, the the song right before you get uh, taken? Um, Going in the Garden? Gethsemane. Gethsemane. Like yeah. that, but the, the thing with that song is it's like every range and every emotion. Yeah. It's, it's all like, it's, it's all just, over the place. That was definitely it's the such a, That's yeah. easily the best song. And then you go from that, we see you there. And then the next time you see him, yeah. he's getting whipped, and then the oh, crucifixion. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it. I mean, like, I have, yeah, like, act one's fine. Act two, I sing Gethsemane, and I don't. They're all like little tiny things, but I'm done singing right, for right, the right, next right. hour. Yeah, but th- that's um, that song. It's just such an awesome song. Yeah, Gethsemane. It, oh. it really, really is. Yeah. Um, when they, after the whipping scene, right? They made him carry a cross. That that freaking cross was heavy. Yeah, uh, it, was, it, wasn't bad. it was a heavy cross. So because I he's told only, him to make it heavy. I was like, yeah, Please, no. Like it. Well, that you, you had to support your weight. No, exactly. Uh, so it had to be heavy for that reason. But um, when he's carrying it down, he ended up carrying it down the aisle. And uh, because he's only in a loincloth, they would tape his microphone wire to his back. Yeah. 
awesome. They would tape that to his back, <laughs> and then they would bloody it with uh, makeup or whatever. And um, so from the sweat and the wetness of the, the blood, the tape would start to peel off yep. as he was moving. And literally by the time he got to the stage, it looked like flesh, flesh yeah. hanging <laughs> off of him. The first time I saw it, no. it kind of caught if me had, off guard. If they had tried to make hanging flesh, they couldn't. No, it would look like shit. It, it would amazing. look terrible. But amazing. just the way I looked at it, I was like, what is happening to him? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's the mic tape. And it looked amazing. People were freaking out. Yeah, yeah people were freaking yeah, out. They were like, that's disgusting. <laughs> Cleaning that mic cord after? Oh, I'm sure. Fucking sucks. Yeah. yeah. Really must bad. Have been a mess. Really bad. Oh, yeah. It it's still actually a little red. I couldn't get all the <laughs> red out. Hope no one from the stadium's listening. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, that, that show was fantastic. Uh, I guess uh, your rendition of, of playing Jesus in that show, I've only heard one other one, um, and that was probably The Muppets. I don't know if you guys have heard the Muppets no, yeah. do Jesus Christ. Have you heard the Muppets no, do Jesus Christ? No, Let me it's tell you something. the whole thing. It's not like a four minute YouTube video. It's a whole. It's, really. it's literally they do like an album. They don't do every single song. Yeah, they might right. leave one or two out, but they hit all the main songs. Gonzo is um, Judas, and Kermit, of course, is Jesus, and Miss Piggy is Mary, Mary Magdalene. Right, right, yeah. And phenomenal it's, really it's funny. an amazing amazing <laughs> rendition i really wish they would have did that as one of the, the movies <laughs> they should have did the Muppet movie jesus christ it was not. it would have probably been a little uh you know maybe not appropriate for children how, how was the muppet whipping scene oh that would have been amazing it would have probably been like uh it would have been the the cook there what was the oh, boosh, yeah, boosh, yeah, boosh, yeah. whipping them with like noodles right <laughs> that would have been fantastic <laughs> that would have been so good so uh Two amazing shows back to back, and now you're headed to law school. Well, let's go back a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm actually uh, I noticed that even though you were Grantier in Les Mis, uh, you actually played Jean Valjean. Yeah. Now, how old were you when you played Jean Valjean? Uh, well, fourteen. Like fresh, like fr- freshman really? year, freshman year of high 14 school. Fourteen jobs. Fourteen year old Jean Valjean. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was terrible. And my was my voice hadn't dropped yet, so it was fine. Oh right. Yeah, right, Bram right, home right. was just like speaking. Now, did, was it a big cast? I mean, it's in school. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Our high school theater department was pretty big. So it was like 60 people. That's awesome. Yeah, it was big. And I was a little baby and the, like made all the upperclassmen mad and stuff because I was a freshman. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Now, was that the first time you've ever been on stage? No. So I did two shows before that, um, Guys and Dolls uh, and then uh, Wizard of Oz. Was that in school as well or was that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were both like middle school. Okay. So you get the taste for theater in school. Um, you're a freshman, you get the leading role, yeah. all the seniors are pissed off at you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, it begins. <laughs> at, what, at what point do you say to yourself, you know what, this is something I want to do? I mean, because we've already discussed, he's going to be a lawyer. Well, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. it's like, where I want to see where this transition that was happens. That was the year, actually. So in, um, I got into it because like my, uh, well, early, like my aunt was a music teacher. So I was always like, but in middle school, I was also doing sports. So okay. I was like wrestling and playing football. And so freshman year, I had Les Mis was a play where I had to, like, I didn't have time to do both. I had to, like, tell the coaches, like, right. I'm doing theater. <laughs> which, <laughs> is, which, which is great, which is a good conversation. That always goes over really well. Yeah, really, sure. really extremely yeah. well. Just, like, a completely yeah. blank <laughs> face. face. Like, I've never thought I'd have to deal with this. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that was that was it. I don't know. Um, when did I, like, think that it was going to be a thing? I was always good at it, which is a weird so, like, answer. when you were younger, did you, like, sing a lot? I mean, were you, into, you were into music, obviously. You sing yeah, music. yeah. So, kind of. Like, yeah, so I did um, choir a lot in the band because, like, my aunt, my aunt was doing it, essentially. Like, my cousin was doing it. Um, and, what like, was good at it. So, my, I sang in church a lot, too, which I feel like a lot of people get their experience that way. And just kept doing it, like, all the way up to middle school. It was the thing to do. There was, like, not really a grand design to it. Right. And I got better and better at it until eventually it was, like, you're doing musical. Um, you're doing musical, you're doing, I just kept like succeeding and succeeding at it, so you kind of stick with those things, I guess. Nice. Now, so you're you're doing it in school. When do you kind of break away from doing it at school and you start doing community theater? Um, the, my second show, so Wizard Wizard of Oz, actually was at like a nearby community theater, the Bellevue Society for the Arts, um, which is good. They they partner with like local schools, kind of like the state of Bellevue. Okay. Um, and that, like, but the group was the same. So it wasn't like a question. Like, if you, the drama kids, what they did was like the school show, the Bellevue Society of the Art Show School. Right, right. So it was right. like kind of branching out into community theater was kind of baked in. Right, right, um, right. So eventually I did start going into like other 
companies in other towns to like hunt down and do the show. Now are you getting like a lot of ensemble parts? Are you a leading guy? No, yeah. Time? So I'm leading. Yeah, I'm like a lead. The oh, so you're one of those. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So it's got, she's like, no, 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 no. It's, yeah. I'm a leading yeah, guy. Yeah. Strong I didn't have to work up to. Like I've done ensemble <laughs> stuff too. Yeah. So in uh, in uh, eighth grade is my first play, Guys and Dolls, and I'm Sky Masterson, like Frank Sinatra, or right? Frank Sinatra, or Marlon Brando, whichever one. Marlon Brando in the movie. Yeah, Sky with Marlon. Yeah, because yeah. Frank yeah, Sinatra yeah, is yeah. Nathan. Um, Right out of the gate. Um, and you're like, I am home. Yeah, no, right, exactly. Like, great, wonderful. So, like, yeah, I played, like, but luckily played lots and lots and lots of leads, and then right out of the gate, yeah. And I had no idea what I was doing, right? right. Like, play football. And you're like, like, sure, why not? I'm going to dress in a zoot suit and, like, go to Subway and stuff. Um, um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I played lots of leads. So you're playing leads. Uh, you were yeah. Rooster and Annie? Yes. Um... Which was good. That was my first um, bad guy role, which I've also gotten really good. <laughs> way more fun than leads. Is playing oh yeah, bad, bad guys guy. are always more and fun. And I, I like finally got to play bad guys as I got older. Um, That's why I became a director, so I can always be the bad guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this is fun because we're getting interested. And I played the Cinderella's prince. This is in college. Eventually, that was yep. like my other evil character role. Which is like Cinderella's Prince? Cinderella's Prince, yeah. In, in, into prince? the Woods. Yeah. Oh, and Into the Woods. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think yeah, it's Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I was like, I don't oh, remember yeah, being an evil. Yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. Into yeah. the Woods. Um, so you're, you also got a chance, this, this is great, because uh, last week we were talking about um, mm-hmm. Joseph and the Amazing Technical Dreamcoat, uh, a show uh, that John is it's so near and dear to his heart. <laughs> it's, uh, my, it's my favorite show. You yeah. play Joseph. Yeah. Yes, this is. I like, think it's funny that he needs to tell us that was a lead. Well, you, well, <laughs> you know, his name's in the title. It's something that we haven't. I also generally only play, you know, important roles. Oh, okay, that's what it was. But you only yeah. had half the role. You didn't get the whole. So that's did you play semantics. him the entire time? There was no interesting changes where there were going to be two Josephs. Uh, that's right. You got it beginning to end. Yeah, yeah. You got the whole show. I was only good enough to carry half of it. <laughs> Which, Which half? half? That this obviously the finale. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was he was older you, uh, older Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> so and you did that uh, in Bellevue also. Yep. Now where is that? This where are you from? Bellevue. Uh, this is in uh, Northwest Ohio, so by Cedar Point. So you're up in, yeah. in the Michigan. Uh, yeah, pretty close. So yeah. I would say close to Cleveland, but it's like an hour and a half away. Like oh, saying, okay. That's cool. That's, that's close. Yeah, that's close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah is, up, up there. Up now, there. is that where you're heading uh, when you go to school? Uh, it's pretty close, way? actually. Yeah, University of Michigan is like two hours away from there. So if you yeah, want to do theater, you can call these guys up and be like, hey, remember me? Exactly. I'm your, I'm your leading man. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Hello. Welcome. Because <laughs> uh, you'll have so much free time, I'm sure. Right, exactly. you're studying for the bar and stuff like that. No. He'll look at them and they'll be like, you have to choose lawyer or theater. And he's going to be like, they're going to have that stone face on. He's going to be like, lawyer, go lawyer. Dun, dun. Uh, so um, after high school and stuff like that, you go to college. Where do you go to college? Chicago, University of Chicago. Okay, all right. And you do stuff there? Yes, I do theater there as well. I did. So now, are you doing it at the school or are you doing it like outside this kind of At the school. You're doing it at yeah, the school. They actually had like a musical theater. Nice. Which is new for them. You think like a college will automatically have a musical theater. Yeah. So, so was it a big change going from, you know, the community theater in high school and then the was it like a fully regimented theater program? At- uh, no. So Chicago is a bunch of nerds. All the theater people, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the theater people there want to do like um, Brecht plays and like interesting weird yeah. stuff. And plays, right? very definitely straight farts, right? Yeah. So there's the, there's also like the there's like the clump that want to do Aeschylus and the old Greek plays. Right. And the clump that want to do. So like, they don't like selling tickets. Yeah. It, like, <laughs> okay. No, that's <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, to themselves only. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, so there was like this, this uh, like gorilla, we did musicals in high school, I want to keep doing musicals, group. Um, and that's how we ended up doing a bunch of like crazy shows in college, which is really cool. Um, in, in high school, I did like kind of the standard right, school shows. Right, right, right. And college, I started to branch out into things a little bit more weird. Mm-hmm. Like um, Bat Boy. Bat Boy like, musical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, I think nice. it's like weird, kind of weird stuff like that. Now that's that's actually got a, a, a pretty big following. I mean, now it does. It does. I know definitely. when it first came out, it was one of those. Uh, I don't know Not what that sure. is. I, I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. I hear great things about it though. It's yeah. uh, it's messed up. There's a there's one scene where it's an animal orgy, 
in the woods, and there's like a little my kind of show. Why have we not done that show? Worried up my ass. There's like a little satyr, like uh, like dancing around them and stuff. It's, oh jeez, it's nuts. It's like also the guy that wrote um the music for Legally Blonde. Oh no kidding. Yeah, so he like wrote that with his wife. Yeah, so there's like in Legally Blonde, there's this like hidden undertone. Oh fucking really? Guy. Oh yeah. no kidding. Yeah. And is it throughout the whole show, or is it just like a one specific song that they kind of hit it in there? Oh, it's uh. A lot of the songs do sound really similar, but you can tell. So Legally Blonde sounds like kind of silly. You can tell he also writes these ridiculous, off the wall like man, bat, murder, yeah. mystery like, <laughs> that everyone. That's loves. crazy. Yeah, that was funny. And so you also got to do Urine Town. Yeah, uh, people who wrote Urine Town actually went to U Chicago, so I met oh. them. Oh, nice. Yeah, they like came and saw us do it, which was pretty cool. Oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I'm not sure what year that was written. Were you going to school? When they were putting that together? No, or had they're, they're older. I think they graduated like in the 70s or whatever. Oh, okay. And then wrote oh, it. Oh, right. like, so they, yeah, it was like after yeah, the yeah, fact. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Nice. And then you were, like you said, the Cinderella Prince. Yep, in Into the Woods. But you also played the wolf as well. Yes, they like, they, that's, I think, classically how it's done. I, yeah, I, there's, yeah, there's a bunch of, there are a bunch of um, parts that do get doubled yeah. uh, for the men. Well, because, especially. yeah, they're, they're like. Because the wolf gets eaten. Right. And obviously, spoiler right. alert. He's, he, if he you haven't seen Into the Woods, he, 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 he really gets easy. killed in Act One. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you have never been a child and don't know, you know, yeah, Little, Red Riding Hood, Little Red Riding Hood, it's good too. Where have you been? They like didn't do it in the recent like movie, but they're both very yeah. predatory. So yeah, like, well, there's a reason they're the same. Like, you know, well, it's great because we just person. did it with the Encore Kids, uh, and there's nothing better than doing a, a murder scene with a bunch Ooh. of kids. <laughs> yeah. That show's not kid-friendly. That guy wrote uh, Sweeney Todd. Like, he's bloody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that show's Twisted. not, like, Disney-fied. That's awesome. Should have been gorier. Yeah, should have been more yeah. grim, more grim fairy tale-less. Just Blood everywhere. For See, the I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to see the movie because the movie had just come out. Uh, we were getting ready to do it. Uh-huh. And I hate, as the director, I hate watching oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't want it to, I don't want to stir any ideas or... Be like, oh, maybe I could do that. It's, it's funny. The movie didn't do very well compared to... Surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised. I think they thought that it was, hey, Les Mis just came out and mm. that did so well. We'll just make another one and right, right, everybody's right. going to love it. But yeah. Well, Disney's starting to turn all their classics into live action. So they're going in that direction now. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So you're in college. Um, what is the mindset of college? Because... Um, well, let's. You're in college. How do you get to Rhode Island of all places? Oh yeah, <laughs> um, just it. It was somewhat random, I suppose. Um, I had friends like one friend was coming to Brown, and I had graduated with a philosophy degree, and I could have gone anywhere. Um, and like that was it. I the, that's like I wish it was more complicated than that. You're like I'm just gonna go to Brown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna go live in Rhode Island, see what New England's right, like, right, right, and eat right. clam chowder. Now you went to Brown. No, 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 my friend did. Oh, oh so you just knew he was out here, so you were just coming. Exactly, out. yeah. We do have good chowder, so... We do. I, I, no, I, I love mean, it. Why, why not? That's why not. <laughs> yeah, that was an excellent decision. Guy. Like, most people are fleeing Rhode Island, and yeah, he comes yeah. for the chowder. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. Where, I was like, what? <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> so, so you get to Rhode Island. Uh, what, what do you think about theater-wise? Because you, you're just here? Are you just hanging out? Are you looking for work? Are you... Yeah, uh, yeah I ended up by first job was at the Blue Cross Blue Shield. Nice. Yeah, head's on my head. Oh, okay. It was hot. <laughs> no good. No good. But yeah, no. So a lot of people always like they, they like quit theater after mm-hmm. a lot of people after high school. Most people after college, right? Because you know, time they got work jobs. Get a real. So I was like trying. Right, right, exactly. I'm busy. I got stuff to do. Yep. I, got, I can't do this. Um, so I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna try something. And you know, five years later, four years later, I still am, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I just looked on like Theater Four and wonder where the website is, right. and found that's like my West Side Story nice. um, with Rise. Well, before we get to Rise, now, yeah. are, do you have any siblings? Do you have any brothers and sisters? Yeah, uh, I have a sister, Adrian, um, and a half brother, Alex. And have they ever seen you perform? Uh, yeah, not a while. Are actually. they are they big they supporters never, of you as a? Player? They definitely are. Yeah. yeah, they definitely are. They came um, much more in. They came to every show in high school, right. and then I start moving around the country. So right. It's harder right. for them. They have never been to Rhode Island. I think they saw some shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they like it. They're super supportive. There's um, they love theater and not. Now, like the, now your aunt that was the musical. Would you say she was a musical director? She was yeah, like an elementary school. And then the elementary school. Now did she support you a lot when you did shows? Did she go see all your shows? And stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all went to all of them. I had like the whole block of people. 
Yeah. Going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's so. like, the star has to have a row of tickets, please. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit like that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, and so family supportive, uh, you know, you're, you're doing it all through school and college. Now, when you're in college... Um, are you going for theater or are you going for law? Uh, no, I'm not going for law. I'm going for philosophy. You're um, going for philosophy. Law is like kind of a new thing. Um, You're like, I'm just going to try something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you get older. <laughs> um, philosophy prepares you for it really, really well. And it's interesting. But no, I wasn't going for theater. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to do something. It was just like a hobby, something you were doing. Yeah, exactly, time. exactly. Um, it's fun as a hobby. Yeah, I like yeah pursuing other stuff. Too. I get asked a lot because of like, like, right. And that's how people. That's <laughs> how always a lead. Like, like a lot of people's comments always come in that form. Like, oh, you should do like Broadway or whatever. But um, I've like always wanted to do other stuff. Do you have any formal like voice training or anything? Like a little that? bit, yeah. Um, kind of a weird story. So when I was in high school, I also did a lot of choir groups. One of them was like a vocal jazz. Thing at a nearby community college, um, the guy there who was like this really cool thirty-year-old like jazz piano player, Mike Kurtz, liked me a lot and was like, "I'm gonna give you voice lessons. Like, come to my office at this time." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, cool." So he saw that you got you had something. Yeah, he's like, "We're gonna develop exactly." This. Yeah. So this this only went for like maybe six months. Oh, wow. um, and he was like also the director of a group that I was in. There. Again, it was like local jazz, like kind of Birdland harmonic stuff. Um, and yeah, so I, my uh, voice teacher was like a jazz guy. Mm -hmm. um, Hooking you up. It's like, we're going to get this guy. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. As a lead. <laughs> when someone says, you know, hey, come to my office, it, it could go either way. Yeah, exactly. Well, first right? I thought we were going to go down a, a different strokes episode <laughs> where Arnold and Dudley are at the bike shop, but I'm glad he kind of flipped that around. I was like, okay, we're good. I was waiting for it. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> Well, no, it's good though. It's 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 nice when someone can recognize that you've got that talent and wants to help yeah. direct you and and help you pursue that. I mean, I see a lot of kids come through, not just kids, adults too, that come through uh, encore. And when you really find someone that's really good, you want to mm -hmm. you want to hold on to them and and work with them more and and just help them become better performers. Yeah, um, I always get nervous too with like vocal coaches because sometimes at the college level you get these vocal coaches where all they want to focus on is like the operatic mm. you know you're, exactly. they try to turn you into something exactly. you're not and if you're doing you know theater and you're doing all these these big shows and everything and what the hell are you going to do with that you know like yeah. you, all of a sudden you're there's that, especially the, the, the that female vocal gold, coaches like, like, what yeah, the hell the big gold like 24 Italian songs in Aria's book yeah <laughs> you know, funny everyone thing is, knows exactly when you fill out an audition form yeah. and it's like do you have any vocal training and you write a name down it's like there are 500 different names <laughs> yeah. and I'm like no, I couldn't yeah. match two names up like, oh these two people go to the same person so it's like there's so many of them out there yeah. and it's like who's really doing the best job yeah. and with who because you know somebody may work well for you but may not work so well for you but then works better for this person and not that yeah. person Vocal, yeah teaching people to sing is a totally different thing too like you can be a good singer but be a terrible teacher well, yeah. and vice versa well, you that, can be like that's really... the thing and and when you're doing musicals it's so important i mean if you if, if i if someone's up there singing and i pull up their sheet and it's like they have five years voice training and yeah. i'm like you are murdering this song. <laughs> How do you have five years? Did, yeah. Was not day one, someone's like, okay, this is the songs you should sing. That's when you this circle that This is the songs you should not sing. Yeah, well, that's right. what I'm saying. This It's always a different name. Yeah. So it's like I can never be like, oh, we, they're not going to be a good singer because they that's their voice teacher. You know, It's tough. It's tough when, when, when you see that. Yeah. But um, So no, it's great when someone can take that interest. In I was never interested in going for years either. Because for me, like, it... There's definitely like a technique to singing that can be learned, but it doesn't. I don't think it takes. Yeah, like years and years and years. And years. What are you doing in your seventh year? You're right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, they can give like discipline and like sure like, and a companyist and something. Maybe like that, you, maybe you've learned some new songs right in your seventh year, but right. it's like once you get your technique down, and, yeah. You know, you're. I think that's that's gotta be it. They, yeah, they I mean, just even vocal performance majors at like actual degree granted programs, they spend most of the time learning a huge number of songs. Why? Like, they're, yeah, they, they work on it. It's tough though too. Because you get a bad vocal coach, and they literally can ruin your voice. Oh, totally. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. You end up oh, yeah. Developing issues, and it's, it's, it can be bad. So references. 
mm. get references. Absolutely. Black coaches, um, they are content if something sounds good, but it's not necessarily sung correctly, and they can just get to that point like, oh, the person. Right. Mm. Their grandma clapped at their recital. Like, yeah. <laughs> We're like we've done our job. <laughs> um, so what about um, are you are, have you done any dance training? Or no, none. Oh, none. Would you would you no. classify it's yourself as a dancer? It's my Achilles. It's my Achilles heel. So you're getting all these leads <laughs> under the pretense that maybe we can get this. Yeah. So here's the secret about leads in Broadway. Uh, they stand in one spot and everyone like dances around them, right? Right. Yeah, they don't yeah, have to yeah. do anything. Pretty much, pretty much. Of... So I could I could see the audition now. So I'm auditioning for this lead, and the rest of you fuckers are gonna dance around me. <laughs> yeah, my arms yeah. spread wide, <laughs> singing, holding a high right. note. Well, yeah. that's why we have an ensemble, so they can do all the dances. Yeah, guys, right? they cannot if, do it. If you get a if you get a few steps to throw in, just to kind of make it look like you're joining in, then that's that's the magic of uh, the theater. You yeah, know? you yeah. can can make it look like he was the the star the entire time. Yeah, yet. you can pretend your character is like a bad dancer. So yeah, a, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, oh, I'll so, tell you so many times. <laughs> I, my wife does choreography, and some of the, she'll do dance steps here in the kitchen. I'll be like, I don't even know how you just did that. I'm just gonna leave that to you, and I'm gonna just hope someone doesn't get hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. All right, so before we get into uh, your stuff here in Rhode Island, let's take a quick yeah. break. Sounds and good. And then uh, we'll come back and we'll get into uh, more with Matt Lapata. Hey, John, have you seen uh, the new show that the Encore Repertory Company is doing? No, what's going on? They're doing Run for Your Wife. Have you ever seen this show? No. Let me tell you, this show is hysterical. It's written by Ray Cooney, and it's like one of those madcap British comedies where this guy, John, uh, gets knocked on the head unconscious, and when he doesn't come home, his wife calls the police. The only problem is... His other wife calls the police. This guy's two-timing, all right? So he gets knocked out. He doesn't know where he's going, and it's just a riot. It's a total madcap. Uh, there's the gay neighbor who's always popping in on them. There's a couple of cops thrown in there. It's just out-of-control madcap hilarity. <laughs> when's, it, uh, when's it going up? This show's actually going up August 14th, 15th, and 16th, uh, and it's at the Stadium Theater Performing Arts Center. So if people want more information, they should totally check out the Encore, repco.org, or they can go directly to the stadiumtheater.com website to purchase tickets. Tickets are $21, and let me tell you, this show is hysterical. If, if you like that British comedy, that Monty Python, that uh, Fawlty Towers, uh, even you know some awesome shows like um, the one where they spin the set around a bunch of times <laughs> and they run up and down the stairs, yeah, yeah. Um, noises off, oh my god, it's in that vein. Hysterical show. People definitely out. need you, you would love it. Yeah. It's, it's right up your alley. All right. And we are back with Matt Lapata talking about theater in Rhode Island. All right. So you move to Rhode Island. You got friends here at Brown. Um, and you decide, I'm going to do some theater. What is your venture like? Like you go on 411, you start looking for shows. Yep. Yep. Take us through that. I uh, found... West Side Story. I mean, it was the first thing I found. It was auditioning like that weekend or whatever. And that's it Rise does that, right? Rhode Island yeah, State exactly. Ensemble? Yeah, since in 2011. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, are there, are, are there auditions at the theater or were there auditions somewhere else? I think that they were at the stadium. They were at the theater? I think so. And this is, yeah, this is my first introduction to the stadium right. as well as a performing venue. Um, I think they were there. Um, went great, didn't know anyone. Um, there were some like crazy casting things, but it was, <laughs> it was good. What do you mean by crazy casting things? I know they had real problems trying to find Maria. Like the Maria that they wanted was not 18. I think she got pulled from the show or something. Like they had her, but she wasn't old. Her parents like had second thoughts. Oh, really? Yeah, they, the Maria they ended up getting was really good. It was with real, she was older than like most of the mm -hmm. um, playing like. year old or whatever playing younger <laughs> yeah, like, yeah but that was good it was super good so um that worked out really well i just like met a lot of um, rhode island people because i didn't know right. anyone right i had right. the experience like going across country and walking into a room of strangers and being sure like, sure uh, you're like you know? <laughs> i'm here for a lead hello hi <laughs> so who did you play in west side story um tony oh wait he was the lead yeah i was the lead <laughs> really in fact that was the lead <laughs> nice well yeah it's a it's a but that's God, that's yeah. that's pretty impressive to to know nobody. It's your first time walking in, yeah. And um, you know, so, bam, yeah. you got yeah. the lead. That's a huge. That's a huge risk. You oh, don't, you totally. don't know that guy. You don't know. You don't know exactly. if he's like a 
dipshit. You know? Or yeah, or dickhead, and you'd be like, "Great, now we put in for the next right. fucking three months." Yeah, well, let that <laughs> let that show to people who say like, "Oh, outsiders can never get leads in community theater it's groups true. because true. they only cast oh, the they people only they know." Oh, they only click their friends. Or, yeah, 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 they're so clicky. Bullshit. They, cast their friends, I mean, they roll a dice cut sometimes. Yeah, I know. I know. Like as a director personally, yeah. I love new talent. I'll be the first one to say. I love bringing in new people. If you come in off the street and we've never seen you before and you're phenomenal, you're going to be in this show. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, you know... Keeps people on their toes. It's it's no detriment to the the other people who've been around for a long time, then show off the show off the show. Okay. But the thing is, you know, it's called spade a spade. If you walk in off the street and you're fucking amazing, there's no way. I can't be like, well, you know, so-and-so's been around for a while. Maybe they deserve... No, you're it. <laughs> you're you're going to yeah. be that part because... Yep. That's what we need for this show. Because yeah. it's about the show, not about everyone else's ego. I feel yeah. like a lot of times, too, I always hear the casting meeting. Everyone's like, yep, yep. This, this. They all sort of decide on the outside. Oh, sure. Here. It's not like any tension or any conflict yeah, at all. About yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing, obviously. So your Tony and West Side story. Um, so your first, what was your first theater in Rhode Island experience like? Uh really diverse <laughs> um both like ethnically and racially i guess but like um in terms just in terms of the kinds of people that come to do theater in the island um, especially coming out of college right where like college theater is fun everyone's really into theater but they're all 18 to 21 right. year old kids with that are kind of interested in theater and that it, it, they're all kind of kind of the same um but in Rhode island community theater even more than in Bellevue, which is weird. For Rally Beauty Theater, you have people from all different walks of life. Yeah, it's all ages shows. I mean, I don't know if West Side Story was billed as an all ages it was. audition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, technically. Yeah, you definitely have different age brackets. Absolutely. All the way up absolutely. to like uh, the adults. Um, yeah, we had kids from like fucking kids from Mass and kids from all over. Kids yeah. that were dancers, kids that were into fashion, and kids right, that were right. like, had mohawks and stuff. It was everything, which was really cool. Um, that was my favorite. I remember going no, to see same that thing show. Is, that's true at, at Encore as well. Yeah, yeah. I remember going to see that show and because um, we had some friends who were in it. Uh, Mike Harrison, who yep. played... That's right, Matt. Yeah, so you might... He you was met Mike. He was Riff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he, we, we always joked that if ever there was going to be one last chance for him to play that role, it was going to be in that show and lucky enough he got cast to yeah. play Riff because, yeah. you know, he's a little bit older than probably mm-hmm. should be. But like you said, that, they made some yeah. interesting casting choices. Yeah. And uh, he got to play the role. So we went to see that. And actually, I think we knew some other people in that show um, as well. Um, but yeah, we went to see it. Now, I'm not going to lie. West Side Story, not one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan yeah. of it. And uh, <laughs> so to, to go and see it, you know, again, it was one of those, oh, we knew people in it. That's how we get to it. Um, but we saw you in it. Yeah. And you were really good. I, I remember out of that entire show, you. I couldn't tell you any, and I knew people in the show, friends of mine who were in that show, and I'd be like, yeah, I don't remember anything they did. I didn't remember you being in that show. Um, And when that show was done, I said to my wife, I said, that guy was really good. I said, we need to get him to come and audition for an encore show. Um, And then that put the wheels in motion. Um, Through the people that we knew, like Mike Harrison, Mm -hmm. um, we we called him up, we're like, I know that guy's, what he's doing next, what's his plans, where's he headed, what's he doing? We've got Spring Awakening auditions coming up, he should come and audition, because um, we're getting ready to do Spring Awakening. Again, I wasn't overly familiar with that show, and um, my wife was like, yeah, he'd be really good as, as the lead in that show. I was like, all right, well, have him come and audition. And uh, you did, you came and auditioned for Spring Awakening. Yeah, I think now, I was already like planning to audition, but... <laughs> there was nothing in between, right? Because literally you came off of West Side Story, yeah. and it was like audition yeah. right there. Yeah, um, the Kathy message. Now, oh, my wife messaged you directly. She was like, she we was have like, auditions. We saw West Side Story. She started stalking him, and really she was good. like, she got his name. She got his uh, Facebook oh, info. Okay. She's like, I'm going to get this guy directly. Your wife's a stalker. She is a wicked stalker. Yep. But, but it's good. Worked. It works out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, um, being over there, doing that show, um, knowing that this audition was coming up, had you heard anything about an encore? Was there any, like... Um, Preconceived notions coming in. Coming, yeah. So having Did been an encore now, I know what you're talking about. But no, at that point, I had not. Um, it was, yeah, I was so naive. So. Um, no, no, I, I really didn't. I'm, I was, I'm much more of a mercenary when it comes to like theater companies. Of like, they're doing this cool show. I'm gonna go do the show with them. Sure. And like, that's the Rhode Island also has like a, a, a loyalty to that. 
like the theater, loyalty right. to your theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather definitely. than like going here for a show and then here for a show and here for a show. Well, also being new to, to the Rhode Island theater community. I yeah. Mean, you know, you're doing a show here, now you're going to go try a show over here, um, which was also nice because it was in the same venue. Yeah, uh, oh, right, yeah. It would too. be at the, yeah. at the stadium theater. And it's a great, it's a great theater to, uh, to perform in. Def- definitely. Um, so uh, you come out, you audition for Spring Awakening, mm-hmm. and what role do you get for that show? Melchior. Well, if anybody's listened... Uh, to our last couple of episodes, we've mentioned that, yes, you did play uh, Malkior. That's right. <laughs> um, when we talked to Amanda. And um, so what was that like? You, you, again, you're walking in. Now, first company he auditions for in Rhode Island, he gets Tony, he gets the lead. Second company he auditions for in Rhode Island, he gets Malkior, lead. So now he's doing all right for himself. Doing okay. Good start. I, I kind of want to just direct something, have him audition just to offer the ensemble. Like, <laughs> like, hey, so we're, we, we love you for the ensemble part. Well, that was funny because, you know, he, he does. He plays all these leads, which is great. So when we did Les Mis and yeah. he came in, yeah. I was like, I want that in the show. Do you think he'll do it? <laughs> I was yes. like, do you think he'll be okay if we just give him something small? Because, I mean, Craig is a name part. It's, it's, it's a big yeah. enough part. Yeah. Um, but I was like, "Do you think he'll do it?" <laughs> he's, you know, he's playing with these. I love leads. again the back. Like the, these have no costume changes. They have no right, right. Yeah, no, it's not yeah, the same. Yeah. It's no, not. It's not. not. Right. Not Grass is greener. Sure. Yeah. Um, so you get Melchior in uh, Spring Yes, Lincoln. which is also a role that I thought I would be too old for. I, I really? never thought. I didn't think that the rights for it would come out soon enough. And I was like, "Oh hell, I'll be thirty when that like." Well, I don't is know available. if I, I don't know if I told the story, but when my wife went to see it, mm-hmm. she uh, she didn't know what the show was, and she came home and she was like. Um, I just saw a lot of boobies on stage yeah. and I was like what and she started explaining the show to me and I was like really and she explained what it was about and it was dark and I was like oh that's pretty cool and then like within a month she was like we're going to do that show it's becoming available yeah. I was like alright yeah I'm down for that I didn't know it and those are the best shows I like to do shows I don't know a lot about and, uh, and next year we're doing Spring Awakening Junior yes <laughs> that's what I'm pushing for and, if, and if, if we can't do that it'll be Best Little Whorehouse in Texas Junior Yeah, yeah. No, yeah no, that's no, another one we're trying to do too um, but yeah, so uh, we cast Spring Awakening. Uh, you get to play Melchior. Um, how, what was what was that show like? I mean, because now you've already done one show with another company. Mm-hmm. Now you're doing this show with this company. Was was it kind of a similar experience? Was it Spring Awakening was, was incredible. It was one of those um, times when the whole cast bonds really, really well. Yes, it was um, very yeah, very a lot of like going out afterwards, and that, that happens to some extent every show. But it was really intense in Spring Awakening. Um, and it wasn't a super huge cast. No, I mean, it was like 10 was or 12. Maybe, no, there was like, Even? I want to say it was like maybe 18 to 20 people tops. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. But all really, really good but soloists. All, all very, really, very really talented. Yeah. yeah. Even the ensemble was like, mm. there's not really ensemble in that show. Everyone's, no, no like everybody's, yeah, they're all really, everybody's really, really named good. and that's they all it. They pull their weight. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was it's a great really show. Cool. And it's, it's one of those shows that's very um, like emotional, right? You have to... Mm get into some weird emotional spaces for that show. Totally. Um, so that always helps with cast bonding. I feel like yeah, yeah, it's easier yeah, to do that. It's than definitely, it definitely not a cheery show. No, yeah, not, not even a little bit. I mean, what, what was crazy too is when we auditioned for that show um, and we started, we, we had a cast in place um, and unfortunately for some reason the guy we had cast as Hanchin um, right. backed out. He, yep. he, he, he stepped down he wasn't going to do the show. And... Um, I was like, I don't want to. I mean, we had already locked in such a good cast. I was like, we can't chintz on bringing somebody in. So we held an audition, and we had like maybe two or three people come out, and uh, we ended up going with uh, Tom Lavalley. Yep. Um, I actually knew from Westside. Which would that's right. Yep. He did Westside with yep. you, which was kind of oh, cool. So you're like, I know somebody. I know him. Well, Michael Harrison ended up that's being right. the, the the adult right. uh, male part. So you knew two people for right. sure. Right. Um, but yeah, everybody else was fairly new to you. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh my god, what a fucking Amazing! I think out of all the shows we've done, uh, if you haven't heard me say it before, that's probably my favorite. Even Les Mis is popular yeah. and as amazing as Les Mis was, I think on a personal level, I mean, that show was just amazing. Yeah. Beginning to end, yeah. the experience was good, the show was good, and I've always said that that is probably uh, the best show that nobody saw. The best show Because unfortunately, saw. we had nobody really small turnouts again it was it was yeah. new a lot um, of stuff not a lot of against, people uh, working yeah. against that show that was us being us being theater geeks it, it, was, it was it was literally <laughs> yeah. one for the Every, theater geeks yeah. and you know what if if someone said Spot. to me tomorrow would you be interested in doing spring waking i would say yes and i have some phone calls to make yeah. i know some people who need to be in this show because <laughs> yeah that show was for me just phenomenal it was so good uh yeah i guess i just have so many good memories about that mm-hmm. show um 
you know, and and the casting was great. That was John Carpenter came out. Carpenter um, crushing it. Right. You played you it before, together. Right? Yeah, he he had actually played that role once yeah. before. Yeah. And when we cast that show, I was a little concerned because I'm like, I don't want to be like, you know, forget everything you've ever learned. We're doing it my way. Right. But I was kind of like. Forget everything you learned. Although, you know what? He didn't have to because he, he brought yeah. a character to it and it was just, he was, he like lived that character. He was, the I, yeah, exactly. Time. He, just switched, he was so good. Was so good. Very few changes I made to his, his um, characterization. Yeah, that energy. Oh, awesome. God, he was so good. I remember him auditioning. Because he was off book, right? And everyone yeah. else decide. He would literally, he knew it all already. Yeah, yeah, and so like, he was caught, right? He's like, do I like, just say it from memory and look like an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> or do I have the paper and like pretend to be reading the paper? Right, <laughs> what do right, I do? Right. <laughs> like asshole or pretend to read the paper? He the asshole. He was an asshole. I know. I know. I'm a book. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know this shit already. But I love. I love that. That happened actually again in JCS because Brian Lopes had right, Judas many, many Judas. times. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah, when yeah, when the other male lead is like off, like so pretentious. Go on Third time he'd done Judas, right? Yeah, yeah, he'd done it. Yeah. So when the other guy's ready, ready to go on the next day, let me just say this. All right. From a director's standpoint, yes, it looks pretentious, but shit, this guy already knows his stuff and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, so yeah. at the same time, it, it, as much as it looks like... Well, it's tough too because then you know they've already done it right. or they know it, so they might have preconceived notions on how they want to... Well, that's why I was concerned when John, because yep. he had just done it, and I was like, oh, am I going to have to break this guy of all yep. these bad habits? Luckily, he didn't have any, yeah. um, and I was able to just you know mold what he brought to it a little differently than what he had done before and it worked out well so um but yeah such a good show. yeah and it um, makes everyone else get up on their level too right when they're already yeah off, it definitely it seems like more people hit that off book date because i think that's silly. what it, it, everybody steps up and we had done a couple of uh little promotional videos and stuff like that to help advertise the show and you can find those on youtube somewhere i'm sure um but just no costumes in the in the uh cafeteria of yep. a school rehearsal nasty just, sticky cafeteria you watch that Tiny little clip of that one song, and holy crap, you get goosebumps yep. just from it because that's the, the the vocals that that cat and and the women were fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but you look at a show like that, and it was the men. The guys were so freaking good uh, between you and John and Dylan and Paul and Tommy and um, oh and Christian. Yeah. Oh my God, phenomenal voices. Yep. <laughs> my wife would come home from a rehearsal and she would just ooze. About Christian, she would just be like, "Oh, talk about, talk about him constantly." How he is. He's so yeah, good. how great he was, and how awesome he sounds. Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, thanks." He, he like has ruined thanks, the honey. Spring Awakening soundtrack for me. Every time I hear it, it's just like that's just some right, right, right. Straight laced white him, guy man. singing it, and like Absolutely. Christian tore it up. He was so good. He, was so, he played Otto. Yeah, yeah he was so good. It was such a great show. And the girls, fantastic. Uh, matter of fact, that show—that's where you met Amanda. Right, of course. That's right? where I met Amanda. So we talked to Amanda about, you know, the amazing uh, blocking of the sex scene. Amazing blocking of the sex scene. Remember so, it well. So it's all about the right angle. We got okay. exactly. We got we got her perspective on. How was that for you coming in? Now here you are again, new to Rhode Island, second show. You don't know this woman, and your director's like, "All right, let's mount up and." and do it was it. weird. Yeah, it was weird because I, I knew some of you, but I still, you know. Hadn't passed the like. Is this person a psychopath? Like, I didn't know any of that well. I'm like maybe I murder people. I so I was so I was like super hands off, right? Um, I remember I would like have my hips not very close to hers, mm-hmm. and you were like, Matt, it looks like Melchior has like a foot and a half dick. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, you have to like get in there, get in there. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, are you saying on the air that you do not have a That's right. Okay, okay. okay. confirmed. Oh, Melchior does not. Right. That, was, that actually came in as a question ahead of time. Yes, right. Yeah, that, right. That was the audition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. Get in there. Get in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, there were specific things I wanted to happen, certain things we wanted to, yeah. to see happen. Yeah. And I had... I mean, I, and again, as a director, I didn't know you that well. I knew Amanda really well because right. I've been working with her for years. Right. But here I am, I'm like, I don't know this guy right. from Adam, and I'm like, all right, here's what you're going to do now. <laughs> you know, I'm like, <laughs> sexually, you're going to do this and that. So, right. now, the minute you're cast, and we didn't we didn't actually get to that scene until, I mean, we kind of, like, blocked the whole thing we in did order. The, like, so it was a couple of weeks stuff, before we even and, yeah. played around with that scene. Matter of fact, I think we may have even gone beyond it in the blocking, and then, then one night we kind of were like, all right, this is the night we're going to do it. Mm. So now, 
you meet Amanda, you know, she's playing opposite you. You guys start working together. Now, do you feel chemistry right away, or is it kind of like, are you very standoffish with her? Oh, How does no. that play There's out? instant chemistry. She was not getting into it too much, I guess. She had a boyfriend at the time when the show started. She that did? Was, that was different, yeah. Oh. Leave it vague. So, but there was like, there was a drama under the drama. Oh, so Face is very. Did, did you have to? You didn't, she didn't have to kill anybody, did you? Or, no, or, I didn't have to kill anyone. There's no, no, no bodies fist of fury, in anything like that. Right, right, right. No beating people down. So she's got a boyfriend when the show starts. How far into it before she doesn't have a boyfriend? I guess I don't know the exact date, but there was no overlap. It was fine. Were we already it was blocking all, it was the sex up scene? Up. Were we already blocking the sex scene I don't, at that point? I don't know. No, no. <laughs> shaking her head. No. Oh, oh so there was that was fun. Oh. So there was some. Under, so now She's you guys are. I mean, it's it's pretty it's hot like and heavy. All fun and games. So you have a boyfriend. You go home and you call him Melchior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's well, that's the funny thing because you know I've I've done enough theater now where you know my wife has been a leading lady yeah. and she's had to kiss guys on stage mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it's like you know it's theater it's it is what it is yeah but um, I can totally see where for some people for younger people. Um, it, Sometimes, you know, there's a lot of chemistry in theater. People meet in theater all the time. all the time. And they hook up and they've got, I mean, I met my wife doing theater. You've met your wife doing yep. theater. Yeah. Uh, Brian and Ashley met doing theater. Yep. Yep. You know, so it's like people meet, they they get married, they start lives and stuff like that. And it's all because, um, you know, we, we did a little scene together. We did, we did a little sex scene together. Yeah, right. It's done. <laughs> done. I still have to have a paternity test done for my second kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's, when, that's when you were... Yeah, that's uh, when I was... Yeah, uh, yeah you were my, my wife's husband. I was playing husband. Uh, Mr. McAfee there. Yeah, yeah, I know what's up. <laughs> Trust me. She, she wasn't interested in this. I couldn't sing. She, she let me know. <laughs> yeah, she's a diva. <laughs> um, yeah, so that... Uh, so it worked out. That was a it. Did work out. So, um, did you guys start dating during that show, or was it like after? Uh, it was in like a little bit during. It was like after. towards the end, yeah. tail end of it, into yeah. into um, other shows. Well, it's interesting that Amanda didn't get into these juicy details. Yeah, she was holding out on us. I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like, have to have a follow up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring her back. No, just, just, we'll spend an hour like, just talking about she's that. She's just <laughs> Belle and yeah, yeah she was. Passing herself up as a Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so, Spring Awakening, yep. phenomenal show. Again, uh, you were amazing in that show. Uh, and it was just a great overall show. Yeah. Uh, so, you, you leave that and you get into um, Legally Bond. Legally Bond. The next show. That was the next show right after it, right? Yep. Yeah, right so you, after. And, and it's funny, too, because you played, is it Emmett? Emmett, yeah. You play Emmett in Legally Blonde. Who is a law student? Who is a law student? At which is kind the of foreshadowing. Role, I know. The perfect role. Right? Now, when you you said that uh, the whole law thing is fairly new, when did you start uh, thinking about it? The, the role of Emmett wasn't like, hey, I should. Do yeah, right. <laughs> Does that <laughs> no, play no, no, no. it? Yeah, no. Well, I think law school is in the back of every philosophy major's mind. Yeah. Yeah, it was always um, kind but of. But in Austin, it really turned like. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. So you play, but no, yeah, Emmett. You play Emmett. <laughs> you play Emmett. Emmett in the uh, Legally Blonde. Yeah. Um, and Amanda was in that show also mm-hmm. when we talked to her. So you guys, yeah, uh, yeah, you guys got to play in that show again together. Um, so that show wraps and you leave. Yeah. You best. Or, well, no, no, no. I do. Uh, oh, that's right. So you do last last five years. Yeah, that's last like the, then I like. So there's right. there's three of you that were with encore. Right. Uh, so you actually leave though before Amanda does. She stayed behind. That's right. She did like miserable. Um, yeah. But you went ahead. So, so what was your planning in in going to to Texas? You, are you going for work? Are you going for school? My uh, buddy is going to film school there, okay. and I like had done film stuff with him before. So oh. I was going to get an MFA for free, like work with all his buddies. Sure, sure, sure. Things, yeah. Um, so we wanted to be down there before he started school, um, and have kind of the place set up, internet, heat, furniture. Right, 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 right. got there. So she just like hit the ground running. Right. She did. So, films. What did you do? Any film stuff while you were in Texas? Yeah, he was at UT Austin. So I like produced a couple of films and then co-wrote one like thesis project. Nice. So a little bit of yeah, I got to know all the like film students. That you, that awesome. you Austin's a really really big film town. Right. Um, and there's like a huge scene for it there. Cool. Yeah. That's so cool. it was really that's cool. cool. That is cool. Yeah. And anything like 
mainstream that people are like, oh, this is a movie. No, they're still, all students. They're all like student films student, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Most of them are probably still passion protected. But like they go out to, <laughs> yeah, you know, on Vimeo or something. Right, right, they, right, they, right, they go right. out to like uh, festivals. Nice. They like will work. Probably as like the Blowline people with like soundtracks or directors photography or stuff like that. Now, is that just something like you were like, oh, this is something I'd like to try? Or is it something like, oh, this is something I'd like to really do? Yeah, and then was, while you were in Texas, you were like, oh, I'm going to be a law student. Yeah, <laughs> kind of both. I like I knew that they had like a degree granting program. I didn't know if I want to do it. Um, after getting kind of again, like stealing the first year of it, I decided not to. They were kind of jaded by the program and stuff. Um, <laughs> but and it was it was good. So I, I write too. I like to write fiction. And so like I, I was there's like writers programs, um, but there's all these groups of like. Uh, films are very technical, right? There's like a lot of you can just be uh, the light guy right, or the right, right. Uh, guy, right? and so they don't care about writing, right? Mm. They want to get really good at using this huge the twenty thousand dollar camera at the school. That's right, right, right. So like, oh, like help me write this thing. Help me do this. So I was like the writer kid who hung out with all the production kids because nice. they like need someone writing, rather than the writer who like hangs out with all the writer kids. Right, so right. So that was really cool. Um, I got like a really good um, behind the scenes how like a film, film production works, um, which is like similar to theater. Right, right. Oh, I love, I love, I've done a couple of movies just being uh, an extra. Yeah. Uh, I could literally sit on a set it's so, for a 15 hour it's day cool. and not cool. <laughs> be unhappy one minute. Even though I'm really? literally sitting yeah. there We're for doing like 14 and a half days, hours. Like three days in a row. Yeah. And I'm only awesome. working for 30 minutes. Oh, I could do that all day long. There's going to be a lot going on. Yeah. I was doing so the, I was doing the thing where it's like he was holding the cup in the left hand, the left shot. So we got to hold the cup. Yeah. So you're watching hand. the continuity. Yeah. yeah it was like this thing. It was like a space wreck thing in the, um, Pictures like pictures of someone's like dead girlfriend on a, on a ship door and like they're falling because it's crashing. Right. So I had to make sure all the pictures get back yeah, in the right spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also I remember. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Well, I remember really. the so set and, and with all the digital cameras and stuff now, people are just like there'll be like a table setting and people come up. There's like three people and they all have cameras and they're all like and they're taking all these pictures. I'm like, and then you see them. They're over there and then when they call cut, they go over and they're like everything gets moved back. I'm like, ah, that was pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's neat. It's neat being on a film set. So you go out, you get set up. Amanda finally comes out and joins you, yeah. and you guys don't get to do any theater. Yeah, we were tricked. We were told that it was like a lot of it there. Austin's I mean, like, a crazy I find city. that amazing. So that film town, but no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they love like live music. Awesome. Sure. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Film. Uh, out film of this TV. World, you know, outside of California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, theater was lacking. It exists in like the university circuit. Right? Sure, sure, sure. As it always does. But outside of that. It's just a lack of venues, or because um, I, I could I, throw I a rock like, right now and hit four. It was just like I think people's, <laughs> people's like art, yeah, exactly. Yeah. People's artistic energy was just like going towards other stuff, other like weirder, newer things. And um, the musical is is an old form. It's very much like 1902. You just right, right, language, right. You know? um, so they were just in performance poetry and like junk art and stuff oh, like geez. that, which is yeah, so. It's not my thing. The music, the music <laughs> is like an old timey <laughs> thing. It's weird. It's, it's like a we're all in coffee houses doing that slam me, poetry, standing up doing like the snapping. And, yeah, right. Yeah. I am here today. Yeah, like, unicycle juggling and stuff. Um, That's crazy. Clouds. Planes. So yeah, right. So you guys come back. You do a couple shows with us. GCS, um, Lay Miz, um, and now you're off to Michigan at the end of August. Right? Yeah. Now yeah, you're yeah, yeah. officially going to yeah. uh, school deposits, to be a lawyer. What kind everything. of lawyer are you looking to be? I'm not sure yet. It was a big discussion whether I want to be like the guy in the courtroom. Or you're out of order. Just, you're exactly. out of order. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure at some point I will probably need a criminal defense attorney in my <laughs> yeah, life. Exactly. So if you could do that for me, that would help right. me. Exactly. It's made on people have been like, yeah. It's good to know someone. You're going to law school. You got to know someone. It's good to know someone. And also, I watch. It's a lot true. Of, you do. You, I watch a lot of know. documentaries, so maybe someday, you know, there'll be some crazy case, and that'll be like trying yeah. to do well, a yeah, documentary you, on. Like real estate. So you have the best of both worlds. Yeah, I'll cement right? blocks on my feet. Be <laughs> hopefully not that direction um well we wish you a lot of luck uh going forward and hopefully you know you'll 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 get to michigan right that's right you'll get to michigan you'll become a big time lawyer who maybe does a little theater on the Apparently side they have a huge theater scene there we that's fantastic to know checks, yes uh, i mean we're all we're all friends on facebook and stuff like that definitely, so definitely. we definitely hope to see um a little bit more theater. Yes. A little more maybe leading too. roles. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe in the future. Yeah. Rhode Island will be in the cards in the future. You never know. Yeah. Right? Maybe come on back. Don't shout her. Don't know. Right. Don't know. Right. Right. Yeah. Do that. Uh, you guys can maybe do like a few good men. 
be like a lawyer in the show. Right. I, I did that show once. I was like, great. Um, but yeah, no, definitely keep with it because you are an amazing talent. They were super, I should mention, they were super into it too. Uh, when I interviewed at Columbia Law School, they said that being an actor was a huge oh, in, bonus. They uh, were like... In the courtroom? Oh my God. I put it on my resume down on the yeah, bottom corner under all this stuff I did. And they were right. like, the, this like girl I know, she acted on Broadway. She's terrifying. She's terrifying in the court. You can't, you can't beat her. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, like, oh, I'm a lead. I can so, beat her. I'm tell, a lead. Tell that to your, to your parents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we'll bring that's it up. That's awesome. Yeah. He's jumping up on tables. Yeah. You're guilty. Yeah. So we're like, holy <laughs> shit, this guy is theatrical as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing a tap dance like the guy from Chicago. Just yeah, right, right, right. Doing the old razzle dazzle. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up. Matt, thank you very much for coming out. Uh, we appreciate it, and good luck, and we expect to hear uh, big things. Not only in the theater community, but maybe in the law. Maybe. The law. Is it a community as well? Sure, yeah. sure we'll yeah. go with that. <laughs> lost stuff. It's stuff. It lost lost yes. all the law done. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's it for this episode of Behind the Act Curtain. I'm Fred Fortier. John Roberts. I'm Matt Lepetta. We'll see you Behind the Act Curtain. You've been listening to Behind the Act Curtain. You can follow us on Facebook at Behind the Act Curtain or on our website at BehindTheActCurtain.com. Original music by Shaded Glitch. You can download his debut album, Lost in a Labyrinth, on iTunes and follow him on all social media. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, send us an email at behindtheactcurtain at gmail.com.